Welcome to Story Chats at NSB Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. So we are in the process of mixing up our format just a little bit. Um, one thing we've commented on to each other is that we're having to dig around to find books that meet themes, um, let alone also coming up with themes <laughs> has been sometimes a little bit of a challenge. Um, because we don't want to get down into the weeds of like books with a male main character who has blue eyes. Like that's not, oh, that's I totally not have a list for that. That's not <sighs> how we want to theme our episodes. We feel like that's a little much. Um, and so while we like the challenge and we're going to keep doing that some, we also we're like, you know, we're readers, um, in addition to being authors, but this is really more about us as readers and one of the things we do as readers might surprise you is that we read. Who um, knew? So, you know, we were finding that finding these books for the podcast on this theme was getting in the way of reading what we wanted to read in CCR. And so we're like, you know what? We're going to have an episode a month where we talk about the CCR we've been reading lately. That way, when one of our favorite authors releases a book, we can bump it to the top of the pile and read it without feeling like we're stealing time from, you know, whatever theme we're trying to cover for that particular week. So, and so, so there's no theme today. Uh, it's just top picks from our current reading, recent reading. And um, I mean, it's, it's not a super big secret that we record in advance. So some of the, the books may feel like they're seasonally inappropriate when we get to them, but that's, they're still recent to us. So <laughs> at the time as of, of today. recording, yeah, as of, as of our recording date, they were recent enough that they, they hit the list. So um, there you go. <laughs> recent reads in, uh, in CCR for, for all of us. So uh, Valerie, you want to take your first one and go first? Sure. Um, one of the things that I have read relatively recently is the Save the Date multi-author collection. Um, and I don't even know, it's probably not even fair to talk about it because it's probably not available anymore. <laughs> but if it's in your TBR, go dig it out and read it. You'll find that the stories are very different from each other. Um, and they weren't all my favorites because they can't all be my favorites because <laughs> life's too short. Um, but there were two in particular that I really quite enjoyed. And um, so there's quite a few Inspire Romance authors that were in that collection, um, as well as um, two friends who have since passed away. So that was made it kind of bittersweet reading what I knew were there very last penned stories, and that's Marion Uckerman and Shoshana Gabriel. But um, my two favorites out of the group was uh, Lewin Y. Ho's story, One Vow for September. And it kind of cracked me up because the heroine is um, a writer with an unconventional assignment for her newspaper or, or magazine in that she's supposed to write about how to go about um, creating a venue and event for renewal of marriage vows. And so the guy in her office um, turns out to need to come along and pretend to be her husband 
when they go searching out all these places and of course through the the course of it all they fall for each other and it's just it's really funny and sweet I enjoyed that one um the second one I really enjoyed was by another Inspi romance author uh Jan Thompson and it's called Time for Me and it's a, a friends to more romance in which uh, the, the heroine runs uh, an art gallery that's struggling financially. And the hero is a sculptor and she's trying to talk him into putting some of his work in, in this gallery that she's running. And so of course they, of course they fall in love, but that's okay because hello, it's romance. So um, I don't know, have you, did you, either of you read that collection or- It's on my Kindle, I have it. <laughs> well, there you go read it you're gonna laugh when I talk about one of the books soon but anyway <laughs> all right all right yeah I haven't gotten to it yet I I think I talked on our box set we did a box set episode box sets scare me because I am too um I think the polite term is OCD and I feel like I have to read from start to finish in order every single thing and so when I see these box sets with it's a big one. It's like 14. Well, it's 12. Well, yeah. One for yeah. every month of the year. Okay. Which would make sense. Yeah. I, I just, I look at it and I'm like, I don't know that I'm ready to invest that yet. So it's there. I have it. I just haven't gotten to it. Yet. I, I, I grabbed it and jumped in and um, I'm not sure if it's appropriate to mention that I did not in fact read every single story. Um, I read I most think of them. That's more normal than my way, I, I think. <laughs> I, I read most of them and some of them I enjoyed more than others. And if you're a save the date author, I probably loved yours. I probably did. Uh, but Lee Wins and Jan's uh, kind of stuck out to me as ones that I just enjoyed quite a lot. Excellent. So. Excellent. All right, <clears throat> pardon me, Narelle, what's your first one? Well, it's, this is so funny. So, I mean, we could talk about any book in the world. Like, we have no paradigms. And, of course, what book have I picked? It's Retying the Knot by Lee Wen Ho, <laughs> which is book one. And the one Valerie talked about is book three. And so when I looked at Save the Date, I was like, all right, so Beth has her own little quirks about box sets. My quirk is I don't like reading books out of order. I don't like to read book three before I read book two and book one. So I can... I looked at that and I thought, I need to go back and find the original books and I need to start at the beginning. So that's my that's little quirk. funny because it's totally standalone. <laughs> I do that too. I know. I will tell you. I just I, like, yeah, I just I'm like reading my way. orders. <laughs> no, it drives me crazy. I'll get, and sometimes I don't notice and I'll read it in a box set and then I'll go and I'm like, wait, this was book four. And then I'm mad and I have to, I'm like, oh, drives me crazy. So yeah. That's, yes, that's so. very sad for both of you. <laughs> I I feel for you totally not. There's always not something. Wrong, <laughs> no, I'm totally with Beth on this one because if you don't start at the beginning, there's always something that you don't appreciate. You miss, you miss those little nuggets of gold if you read out of order. And well, I'll tell you end. what the problem with that is. <laughs> The problem is that even if it's been six months since the previous book came out, I've forgotten like 98% of it because I read so much and because my brain has enough trouble retaining the stuff that I'm working on without trying to retain other people's stories. So it's like reading something new to me anyway, and I don't have time to read 
I don't have time to read <laughs> all the stories from the beginning when a new one comes out. So See, I, I well, know I miss stuff. But if they, if you weren't supposed to start at the beginning, <laughs> then in the sound of music, there would not be a song. Yes. That begins. Yes. Let's start at stop. the very beginning. It's the yes. very best place I mean, to start. I mean, I'm clearly <laughs> wrong. No, it's just, um, but you know, I also am a, I'm a, a self-confessed binge reader. So, I mean, I will, I, I used to read all the Janet Ivanovich books mm -hmm. and when I first started reading them would have been late nineties. I think I found it when book four or book five released. So every time, every year a new book would come out and I would start at number one yeah. and work through. And then we got to about book 10 and I would read back about five books. Mm -hmm. And then I probably got mm -hmm. to about book 15. I'd read back about three books. And I think I stopped reading by about book 20. <laughs> um, but they used to release every July. And so I would buy it um, each July when it released. But I just love the, I just love those little nuggets. Yeah. And it's what makes a book really fun to me is to have those series connections, but that's it just is, me. It is one <laughs> reason why I do like to buy um, author complete series or, you know, one through three and four through six and yeah. read them straight through. Um, but I usually do that if I haven't already read any of them. Although sometimes I have, read book one and then I find the box set on sale or something but sure yeah but then then it is all fresh yes yep but anyway we'll get oh, back sorry. to talking about Lewin's right, book right. <laughs> we get oh, so distracted on this podcast <laughs> back to the topic so I just love the setup so this series it's characters that are around 40 or in their 40s so it's just that's a really fun to start off with and I just love the setup of this book so um the the hero and heroine were friends at college and that's in the bay area it's said mm -hmm. san francisco area and um they were really good friends and he needed to marry someone because his mother was going to lose their house if he didn't marry after there was a death in the family for an inheritance and she agreed as his friend to marry him and then somehow along the way there was a wedding night and somehow there ended up being a pregnancy and so now um this the story opens with um the heroine whose name is um Piper that's right it's Peter and Piper I should remember that so Piper's on a plane she's been in New York City she's she was doing medicine when they met he's an ophthalmologist I think and she's a pediatrician and so she's on this plane talking to this crazy hairdresser lady that just starts randomly talking to her on the plane and so we hear about what's happened and she's on her way to see her 16 year old daughter that she really hasn't had a lot to do with and there's a whole lot of reasons as to why that she hasn't been able to have a close relationship with her and it was just a fabulous story and he's just adorable the um, hero as well and their daughter is I just love teen characters that have lots of sass and say what they think and yeah <laughs> so, so it's just not your personal children <laughs> oh no I, I have one of those so I'm used <laughs> to it I have a very outspoken daughter <laughs> Oh, don't, there's no, there's no um, putting things wrapped up nicely when she talks to me, I hear it all. <laughs> but anyway, so it was just a really fun story and I just really enjoyed it and it was funny and it was, um, it ticked all the boxes for me. And um, when you're reading for pleasure, you just want to find something that's fun and just dive in. And I read the book with, in an afternoon, like I read oh, it straight nice. through. Yeah, pretty I like quick. those and when you just, you don't want to put them down. I yeah. enjoyed that one of Lewin's as well. Yes. So have you read book two? No, it's next. We'll talk, because talk I've got to read in order. 
next month. <laughs> I have to read in order. So I had to read book one first. And then if I forget the details, I'll go and skim it again. So it's all back in my memory again. So now book two, I'm, and then you can read the, the box set. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. I can't touch the box set until I get all these. Yeah. All the background. I go to Goodreads and check out what's, that's why I use Goodreads because I'll go to Goodreads to see what was in what box and have I got this? Because sometimes in my Kindle, I'll search for the author and it won't show up if it's mm-hmm. a box and there's too many authors. And so I'm perfect. I always buy box sets because who doesn't? Like, it's right. just what you do. They're 99 cents for all these stories. Yeah. And then well, I just get lost in the for box. 99 cents, there's bound to be one that's good in there. Yes. <laughs> and then you just get lost in box set land trying to work out how they all fit together. Yes. And Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so that was a good story and a good series, and I'm looking it, forward it to reading more. It was a good story. That's, yeah. that's I read it, and I remember list. quite a bit. Beth, yeah. what have you been reading? Um, so I am late to the game, but I found the Discovered by Love series by Carla Loriano, which uh, is a yeah. series yeah. that she, um, I think she indie published. It's Starstruck, Snowbound, and Sunswept. And then I yeah. was looking on Goodreads, and apparently that's numbers two, three, and four. And there's a number one that maybe is a newsletter magnet. So I'm like, hey. ah. so is now, two of I think it's jilted is number yes, one. Jilted is the first one. Yes. Yeah. Jilted is the first one. And yeah. I think it's her newsletter magnet. And I don't think it's for sale. I think you have to join her newsletter to do that. And I have yeah. a love hate relationship with newsletters. So I haven't gotten there yet. So I did read these out of order, but they it doesn't matter really they're connected more by theme I think than yeah. like seeing characters in them so um but I had read Starstruck not too long ago and then I saw I think she recently released the third one Sunswept and I was like have I read this series so I went and I was looking and um I'm so glad I found them I love Carla's books um they're always they're always like sitting down with friends. Her, her characters just are always so relatable and real. And I'm like, I want to be friends with these people. Um, and so, and it was kind of fun snowbound reading it. Uh, <laughs> reminded That's the last me of, one, right? It's the middle one. The middle it's the one. middle one. Um, it's in the high country of Colorado and uh, they get oh. stuck it reminded me a lot of provenance um, yeah. because there are, there are some similarities there um, yeah. because they're going to this old house that needs a complete redo. They're both architect- architects who are vying for the job. And um, also they were rivals in architecture school. And um, she had this like unrequited crush on him and he kind of squashed her like a bug and uh, betrayed her professionally um so anyway that's kind of fun uh and so it was fun reading that and thinking, story. I'm like I need to reread Provenance I need to put that it's on connected my... yeah is it it's yeah because you know how in Provenance there's two towns I talk about there's a town that's cut off yeah I think there's a connection with okay. one of those books in the series and now, I, now I haven't got it written down yeah yes so if you look for the name of the town that no one can get to by road in Provenance okay. that town is connected into I think that series okay well yes. I now need to reread Provenance because I enjoyed especially <laughs> Snowbound so much that I'm like I want to go back there um to yeah. that to those those people and that story so um anyway that's what I read those three 
just one boom, 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 one after the other. I read the first. The best way to write. <laughs> okay. Well, the third is very fun. It's in Florida. So, hey, beach, you would love it. Um, it's in Miami. And um, it's also super fun. It starts out, the girl is a realtor in town for a conference and she goes into her Airbnb that she rented and there's a man in the bathroom getting ready. And um, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out that he is also thinking that he has rented this Airbnb. And there's so much going on in the town that there's there's nothing else available. So um, of course there isn't. Sort of thrown together, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which is super fun, yeah. All right, Valerie, do you have another one? I do. I have um, because we've had Valentine's Day here <laughs> recently. I thought, oh, I wonder what Valentine's Day books there are out there that I haven't read yet which turns out to be quite a few. Uh, <laughs> but um, I came across the Valentine verse by Joanne Durgan. And I realized it had been a while since I'd read a Joanne Durgan. So I thought I would give this one a whirl. And um, I did find it quite interesting. It's a more uh, philosophical. Mm. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it, it's more it's more witty banter and more dialogue and less action than, than some stories. But, um, but the, the, the banter was witty. <laughs> so it was fun. Thornton is um, a man who does a lot of traveling on his job. He builds prototypes for the Navy and for other um, private things, um, spaceshipy type things because I don't know <laughs> it's okay go into a lot of detail about what he did <laughs> um, Not about that. He, he believes in true love except that he hasn't found it yet and he's back in town in Minnesota um, because his grandmother had a stroke and he's very close with his grandmother they're the only family each other has and um, the heroine who has a name Vera, she is the grandmother's um, speech therapist. So she's in and out of the house several times a week to, to help with that. So that's why they can't get away from each other. Although they mostly don't really want to. Um, Vera does not believe in true love in that, in that sense. So most of the story is him trying to find ways to convince her that, um, that they're destined to be together and she doesn't believe in destinies. So it's kind of amusing. He's funny, he's poetic, um, goes with the philosophy type thing. And they're, um, she's kind of has to rethink her position on true love as, as the town is like aiming for the big Valentine's ball of the year. And, and stuff so yeah it's it's amusing if you want cool. a uh, valentine's story then it might not be too late i mean because you can read those any time of year just like christmas ones right yeah absolutely absolutely joanne's books are always fun yeah. so narelle what's your next one my next one is um reclaiming hope by carolyn miller so this one is her third one in the independence island series 
and the first six have blue covers and the next six have salmon covers and this one has a yellow cover <laughs> so it's book number 18 and I believe there's I think there's another four, six coming out very soon right and that's early six different authors working in that yes. series is that right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Shatona Harvig I think is the author that leads out each of the series yeah so this one is set um in the islands off the carolinas and um if you've read the first book of carolines which is um restoring fair haven um you get to see max and sam again so who are married and um callie this is callie's story so callie was in the first book she was max's personal assistant he's the reclusive author who is no longer reclusive reclusive guys out yes right yes and so the way the story set up is you actually have the hero in the second book in the series which was regaining mercy so dermot from regaining mercy dermot and callie go to this house on um yeah, I'm trying to think of which island it is. It's gone. I didn't write it down. Well, the island that the series is based on, because um, there's this big house um, and gardens that have been um, wrecked in a hurricane, right. and so the owners it's their holiday house, their vacation house. They're very wealthy and they live on the mainland, and this is their holiday house that they go to. So they are looking for someone who can help to fix their garden that's been completely wrecked by the hurricane that's come through. And so Callie and Dermot go out to do the quote. And the guy who's their, their their son is a pro surfer, someone totally different to the type of person Callie would normally go for. <laughs> and the first scene, the first scene in this book is just hilarious. She's in a cafe, and he happens to be there, and a, and this quite interesting situation happens. And so he's already noticed her from this situation, this that this little spectacle that had happened in this cafe. Um, and so they meet again, and he's very interested in her, and she's like oh, you're not really the type of person I think that I'd be interested in. And so <laughs> he says, well, go, yes. yes, go look me up. You can go look me up. This is my, this is what I do. And of course she nearly falls over in shock when she looks him up and works out who he actually is. And so it was just a really fun, it was a really fun story. And there was a, a secret that sort of threw everything into chaos towards the end. And I just really enjoyed it. I think surfy heroes are great. So it probably comes from growing up on the Northern beaches. And I went to school with the world champion so far so um lane beachley so i sort of that, that sort of world isn't massively unfamiliar I and i like just thought if, it was so fun if your mm-hmm. last name is beachley do you have a choice about being a professional oh surfer of she has a, yeah well, she has a fabulous life story because when she was surfing back in the 80s like it wasn't what girls girls weren't meant to be doing that and so she really was in a man's world very she's a very very interesting story yeah but cool. anyway back to carolyn's story I'm <laughs> yeah so this one is really fun and I and um the surfer guy has a broken leg so that's why he's not on the circuit with his mates running around and um the faith element Caroline's book's always a winner when it comes to having a nice um organic faith element in the story as well she never fails to deliver on that so I recommend going back to the Independence Island series because they're fun books yeah cool I haven't done much in those I think maybe one day yeah, I've read a couple by Tabitha Bolden yeah. that are in that series. I don't know that I've read any of the others, but again, they're on my list. I just, that Somewhere. list. Mine too. <laughs> the list. Yeah. Yeah. So my next one um, is actually one that Narelle uh, mentions on the podcast enough that I was like, okay, I have to read it. So um, uh, was all arranged by Meredith Resky. And actually I read all three of the Luella Lindley 
licensed to metal series. I had read the first one last year um, on her recommendation, but I went ahead and got the rest of them because I'm like, I need to finish out the series. Um, And all arranged, we talked about um, in the contractor, the tradie episode, um, because the hero is a builder and um, it's a marriage of convenience and an arranged marriage, which is really kind of fun. I, I liked that was what pushed me over the edge to getting it is Narelle talking about how um, the families arranged the marriage and the, the two interest, you know, the two parties basically have nothing to do with it. It's the family take care of it all. And they just, um, they're like, okay, fine. Cause I'm terrible at doing this myself. So I'll trust you. Um, and then what a I was hard one to pull off, I would think, it, it, you know, it would be, and she did an amazing job um, cool. pulling that off. And then I was not prepared for, because the first two are very lighthearted um, in the series. The third one is not lighthearted. <laughs> um, there are still moments of lightheartedness, but there is, um, I'm going to risk the spoiler alert in the, in the name of a trigger warning, um, because it took me completely by surprise there is an infant loss. She has a stillbirth. Um, but how they come back from that, um, which again, it's a romance. So, you know, they have to come back from it. Um, it's really, really well done, but it was very, so well written that it was very hard to read in those, in those dark moments. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Cause you just yeah, were bleeding for your, for the characters. Yes. Um, so if you are looking for a book, like you need a good cry and you need a book to help you get a good cry, I totally recommend All Arranged. Um, and if you've read the first two in the Luella Lindley series and you go into it thinking, oh, another fabulous, lighthearted matchmaking mom, no, (laughs) not, not for all of it. Um, so just be prepared. This one is much more serious, but I would say also it, um, it has a much stronger faith to it. I think because of the heaviness, you really see the faith shine through mm. so well. Yeah. Um, it was beautifully done. Yeah. Did I mention that it had a, a heavier tone than the earlier two? If I know did, I did in the book recommendation I wrote. Yeah. If you did, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was completely unprepared. I was like, wait, what? What just happened? <laughs> It's like, this is not what I needed today. This is not what I was anticipating at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. But fabulous, fabulous book. Um, yes. Really, really good. We've got time if everybody has another one. Do you have another one, sure. Valerie? <laughs> yeah. When, uh, something else that I have recently read was the first two stories in Jesse. Let me try that again. Jesse. Gusman, not mm-hmm. Jesse, anybody. Um, her Good Grief Idaho series. Uh, it's billed as romantic comedy. It looks like romantic comedy on the covers, and um, and it kind of mostly is. I would say <laughs> it's more amusing than laugh out loud funny, but uh, comedy is really hard, isn't it? Because we don't all find the same things funny at all. I know I'm sometimes like, ah, it's hilarious. And other people are like, what? So um, so I get that. 
But um, the two books that I read, there's four out, I believe, but I've only read the first two, Me and the Cute Catastrophe and Me and the Tidy Tornado. Um, Jesse's books tend to be pretty solidly Christian. And so I wasn't sure with the romantic comedy type stuff, whether how strong that would be. And it is lighter than in her other books, but that's uh, definitely there. So I did really appreciate that as well. The characters are involved in, in church and they talk about their faith some, but it's not, um, it's, it's a long ways from preaching. Let's put it that way. But it's, it's there. One of the things I found interesting was um, Good Grief, Idaho. Um, I remember hearing about that way back when Love Finds You was doing their mm -hmm. weird town name stuff. Um, and I looked up where Good Grief, Idaho was. And it is like, literally, there is not even, even a shack left standing. Like, it's, it's nothing. It's nowhere. <laughs> and it's a real place, is it? It was a real place. <laughs> called Good Grief. Called really? Good Grief. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I bet there's a story behind that. Actually, not too far from where I live in Canada. Okay. So I have been through Good Grief. I, you can't ever say you've been to it because there's nothing. Um. So it just it. I found it very amusing to see this whole town with schools and coaches and a hospital <laughs> and all this stuff, and I'm like, mm, yeah. In what part of Idaho are we in? Not in good grief. That's fine. <laughs> but I mean, I've also created towns where none existed. So I just didn't call them by their original name, I guess. Anyway, so, I, I don't know if that was a rant or what that no, was. No, it's good. It's good. It was, uh, with it was romantic weird. comedy, I sometimes I like them, sometimes I don't. Does this rely heavily on like Pratt Falls and slapstick or is it the, not? It opened up. The first one, and I was kind of like, not too sure about you, because here we have these, um, we have sisters who at least two of them are divorced. They're like 40-ish, and she sees this man that she'd had a crush on like 20 years before, and she's like crouched down behind her car hiding, and I'm like, mm. and of course, it's all, it's all catastrophe, that's what it's sure. called, right? Yeah. Cute catastrophe. Um, so the first couple chapters, I was kind of like, I just really don't know, because the too stupid to live person is not my favorite character. Mine either. The one That's who just does off the chart, stupid things. You're just like, seriously? I mean, that's what a 12 year old would do, not a 40 year old. Right. Um, but it, that's but my it, issue with as they connected and, and it got going, I I fell into the story more and enjoyed it more. So, yeah. Awesome. Narelle, one more? Yes. Well, I was reading Christmas. I read Christmas books in January as well. That's a lot. Christmas books, <laughs> yes. So I'm going to just very quickly mention A Cross Country Christmas by Courtney Walsh. And I liked that book more than I thought I was going to like it, which probably <laughs> sounds strange. <laughs> 
but I sort of I think I had a preconceived idea of what the story was going to be about and it just went so much deeper than what I thought it was going to do if that makes sense and that's one thing I really love about Courtney's books is that she'll often go back to something that's happened in the past and there's been a particular situation that's had pretty big emotional consequences and she'll really mine back through all the stuff and and you often find out the characters perceptions of what happened don't necessarily line up with what really happened or what other people think happened mm-hmm, and great. so um these the hero and heroine are stuck in a car effectively doing a roundabout version of route 66 from santa monica pier to um is it illinois or illinois. I think it's illinois they went to yeah, yeah went to illinois yeah and she just doesn't want to be there and he's like oh i've just got to put up with her and she's been and all these hilarious things happen along the way and he has what she doesn't know is he has a very intentional itinerary to do certain things for a certain reason and what I really loved about that is all that stuff just came together and had a really satisfying ending and that's one of the things I love in a book is when you all this stuff happens and it all makes perfect sense you sort of go ah that was so good so that's why I'm mentioning a cross-country Christmas because it had that big ah moment (laughs) as well and it's probably more um, it's lighter on the faith element than maybe some of the other books that Courtney's written, but the faith element in the story was perfect for what it was, if that makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. They can't yeah. all be the same. Shouldn't be. Yes. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. All right. So my last one, um, I actually did read these in December, but I'm still putting them as recent because it's recenter than last year. So, I mean, I guess technically it was last year, but like Mm -hmm. two years ago, they're recent. (laughs) I'm going with them as being recent. Um, And it's the We Three Kings trilogy by Kimberly Ray Jordan. So it's Child of Joy, Child of Love, and Child of Hope. Um, It's three triplets, uh, the king triplets, uh, who are the heroes and heroines um and they all are uh pairing up with a single parent um in one way or another surrounding this uh their family's business has a christmas party for the company uh families but then they invite these other single moms or single dads to join them um and and you know that sort of sparks um, a whole thing. And I loved how she sort of balanced the idea of she, she had a lot of Santa, which I'm not usually a fan of, but she really balanced it well with, um, playing with Santa as because it's fun and and seasonal, but really getting to the heart of Christmas, um, when it mattered. So, um, which, which I'm for, (laughs) because I'm, I read, I read all those through the fall as well. They, released in October, November, and December, I want to say, a few weeks apart. So yeah, the third one is on my list as well, Child of Hope. It was the last one I read of hers. So yeah, they're they're fun and and short. They're novellas. So if you want just a little hint of Christmas to get you back to to Christmas, those are fun. Um, I enjoyed them. Yeah, of course. I do too. Generally, if if either Valerie or I say Kimberly Ray Jordan, you know we enjoyed the book because we really <laughs> both liked her a lot. So, and I work on the assumption go. that I don't need to worry about Kimberly Ray Jordan's books because one of you are guaranteed to be talking about it. Probably, probably. Well, apparently, there's things you guys read that, uh, that I don't as well. So, 
Yes. Fair. It's fair. All right. So um, does anybody have something that they feel like they just have to mention that was on their list that we didn't get to? Oh, I think that wraps it up good enough for me. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So we'd love to hear what you've been reading. Uh, drop us a comment and let us know what's been on your recent CCR pile. And um, we appreciate you joining us on Story Chats. You can find all the information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye.